Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Anne-Marie Cross, brand communication strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen, and this is episode 73. Now, building a business, let's be honest, it can be tough. And if you add to that the stress of worrying about what other people think about you, well, that can cause even more challenges. Now, in fact, according to my guest, unhooking from what others think about you, that's imperative to our success. So joining me on today's show is Lisa Danforth. She is a firm believer that business doesn't have to be hard. She's a seasoned business strategist and she helps established businesses scale while maintaining work-life balance so that they can gain their life back. That's something I'm sure we're all looking for. Now, over the, the course of the past 27 years, Lisa has opened and operated two catering companies, The Wooden Spoon and Hot Betty Barbecue. Love those names. A professional cleaning company, an international wholesale children's wear company, which she sold for over 35 times her initial opening investment. And for the last four years, she's been operating and she's been offering her expertise as a business strategist. Now, dubbed by her clients as the hand-holding ass-kicker, can I say that on live? Well, I just did. Just the right amount of push with a dose of love. Lisa grew up in a family business. She received her bachelor's in business with a minor in economics from the University of Southern Maine, and she's, a, she's certified by the Coaches Training Institution, the most rigorous in the coaching industry. Now, on today's show, Lisa is going to talk about why business doesn't have to be so hard when you've got a clear vision that you're excited about. We live into who we believe we are, even if those beliefs aren't true. We need to dive into that because I know many of us can struggle with that, as well as unhooking from what others think is imperative to our success personally, professionally, and spiritually. So welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you, Anne-Marie. I'm so excited. Thanks for the introduction. Thrilled to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I think all of the things that you're going to talk about today is, is so valuable because, yes, business is hard. And often we have the assumption or presumption that it is easy. We look at what other people are doing and it seems so easy for them, yet we don't recognize the, the dedication, the work, the failures that they had to go through. Add to that the internal and the external chatter, which often can be very unhelpful. It can really keep us stuck. So let's talk about why business doesn't have to be so hard. Clear vision that we're passionate and excited about. You say that's important, yes? The clear vision, I have to say, with the entrepreneurs that I've worked with and over the last 27 years as an entrepreneur, that when I lack clarity, or the, the uh, clients that I work with, the businesses that I speak with, the one thing that really seems to be impeding them, getting them in their, getting in their way of time management, and even you know unhooking from, from what others think, 
is having that clear vision. We need to know exactly where we're going and what we want our, our life and our business to look like. Because mm. as entrepreneurs, they're not mutually exclusive, our business and our lifestyle. Yes. So we really need to look at that. And if we don't know exactly where we're going, I'm sure everybody's heard that, you know, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Mm -hmm. But you don't know what you're doing, when you're doing it, why you're doing it. You don't know if you're on mark or completely off the mark or you, if you just need to pivot slightly. Mm -hmm. So having that, the vision and the goals, the clarity of where you want to go is what I have found to really clear the way yes. for people to rise in their business in a way that's not like slogging through quicksand. Mm. You know, it allows you to make those difficult decisions and saying no to those things, even the things that you'd really like to do. Yes. And doing it with, you know, saying no with ease because you know it's not moving you forward. Yeah. And I think uh, for many of us, we have heard, you know, having a clear vision, where do we want to go? But for some people, this is really a struggle. How do I define my vision? Where do I start? Are there some insights that you can share, particularly for a woman, maybe she's just starting a business 2018 is when she's decided to step out of corporate and into an own business. Or maybe we've recognized that our, our vision is not strong enough. What can we do to, to really get clear on that and to create a solid vision that's really going to pull us forward? Excellent question. And I love how you said a vision that's going to pull us forward because when it's a pull, it's there's less resistance. Hmm. But when we're being pushed towards something, there's a resistance, right? Yes. So what we need is that vision that's going to have that magnetic pull. Mm -hmm. And the way that I really started with people, and it, and it sounds a little woo-woo, but I've got to tell you it works every single time, is I want to know what people want to experience. I want to know what they want to feel. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we need to look at the lifestyle that we want to create, to, mm -hmm. to, to build, and then align our business with that. Yes. So to get started, I really ask people, what do you want to experience? What do you want to feel? What do you want your lifestyle to be like? We often we'll think about what we want for a business and mm -hmm. ends up being a lot more than we think it's going to be. You know, we're working 50, 60, 70, 80, 80 hours a week sometimes. And there are times that you need to do that, but it's not sustainable. Mm. But to have, to know what it is that we want to experience, to know the lifestyle that we want allows us to really design the business that's going to allow us to experience yes. that, that lifestyle. Yeah. I also, highly recommend not having 47 goals because you're putting your activity, your energy into it's very um, wide and shallow mm -hmm. and it's kind of hard to push something or pull something along really mm. when you have so many different uh, avenues that your energy is going into. So yeah. really having a couple of very clear uh, in goals that you're moving towards mm -hmm. and backing up. Yes, I think that's so true. And if I look at um, your introduction, which is very impressive of, of your experience, you know, you've got two catering companies that you had that you opened and operated the Wooden Spoon and the Hot Betty Barbecue, which I love. I mean, the catering industry, I would imagine, I mean, here in Australia, very, very competitive, and I'm sure uh, where you were located as well. And I think often when we look at what, where am I stumbling? Where am I uh, not generating the kind of success? Why am I not building momentum and if we go back to our vision and I think this is particularly true for women I mean men too but I think women also because we're very much I mean you say woo woo but we're very much aware of the emotions how we're feeling and often what we don't realize is we are preventing ourselves from success or the success we assume that we want 
um, because of the fact that it's not going to align with us. And I'll give you an example, and I shared this just recently on a, a previous um, uh, interview and, and live, is that when I projected myself into the future, I could see that I the success that I would continue to generate would stifle me. So I knew I had to revisit my business model and say, how can I generate success and, and, and outcomes as far as the income is concerned, but not have it stretch me so thin that I haven't got time for creativity and doing fun things like interviewing great guests like yourself. So that can often be the case too, yes? Absolutely. If who we are isn't in alignment with what we do, we will continually be struggling mm. with making things happen, with stepping out of our comfort zone and with doing those difficult things that, you know, Having around business is a lot of fun. Working for yourself is is wonderful. I love it. Totally recommend it. Mm. But like anything in life, it's going to take some work and some effort in order to uh, to succeed at it and to move your business forward. Yes. So when when we're what we're working towards, we know specifically what it is and why we want it mm -hmm. and how you know how it's going to feed us and give back to us that really allows us to be able to make those steps. And like I said, if who we are isn't in alignment with what we do, it's really difficult to get out of your comfort zone. And we mm. will never find our genius within our comfort zone. Yes. So we're going to constantly be struggling, but not quite. I just did a, a Facebook Live on this a while ago. Like you have one foot on shore and one foot on the boat. You need to be able to burn the boat because if you don't believe that your efforts are going to pay off mm. and, and creating the success that you want, you're never going to put that amount of effort into it. And it goes back to sort of what you said in the beginning. One of my quotes is we live into who we believe we are, mm. even if those beliefs are true. Yeah. So our identity drives our behavior. So if we don't believe that we're capable, if we don't believe that we're able to do it, we will never put 110% into it. Mm -hmm. So how do you make something like a business uh, excuse me, successful long term. Yes. When we don't truly believe, we're, we're not putting those efforts in. Yeah, so true. An uh, insight that we need to be aware of, and and often it's good to have a number of different plans. You know, and there's a saying that goes something like this: plan, have a plan A, have a plan B. But what you're saying is true. It's so true that if we, well, um, I can always do this, and we don't give it the the absolute dedication and commitment mm -hmm. that we need to, it can stop us, can prevent us. And often you hear of women in business that are absolutely successful when you backtrack it they had no other option they had their you know they they had something that drastically happened i mean just this this last week i spoke we've got another podcast the christian entrepreneurs podcast and one of the women was saying that she saw a dramatic in, increase acceleration in her business when her husband was told well your your work now is going down to one day a week and she realized <laughs> i need to step up this is serious stuff and immediately you know everything changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and notice, and this is the thing that, that I like to call it my secret sauce. It's yeah. the mindset piece. Yes. She had every other tool and everything was available to her beforehand, but mm -hmm. now something shifted, right? Mm -hmm. So now she was on board 110% and she knew that what she needed to do, she needed to go all the way. Yeah. That in order to sustain their family, that she was going to have to step out and start really working it. Mm. So nothing else probably changed except for her mindset. Yeah. 
So important, so important. Let's talk about mm-hmm. something that I think that is also very important. And you've mentioned this uh, just before. We live into who we believe we are, even if those beliefs are true. Sometimes we can't see the beliefs that we are hanging on to that are really keeping us stuck. What are some things that you've done or can can support us around to help us to see, are there some beliefs that I'm carrying around that are really not supporting me? Excellent. Yeah, I like to say that it, that we can always see it in other people. Like I, that, most of the uh, people watching can think of at least one person that's not living up to their potential. Mm. Unfortunately, we don't see it in ourselves no. quite so much, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, it's 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 slowing down and and playing whatever that fear is going through your head mm-hmm. to the end game. Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen? Is it so? And also looking at what is it that's Hooking you. What is it that is stopping you in your tracks, mm-hmm. right? So that you can again play that out into the end game. Is that so? Where is it that I've been successful before, so that I can actually kind of pull that forward and be able to lean on that, as opposed to okay, I've screwed up before and I've stumbled. And we can always pull up those memories, right? The mm. fear, the times we've mixed up, but not necessarily the times that we've succeeded. Yes. So. In moving forward and living into who we believe we are, there are many times that we have succeeded, but we don't um, acknowledge them. Mm. So to slow down and really look at the times that we've stepped out of our comfort zone, that we've pulled through, like the woman that you just talked about, Mm. who probably beforehand didn't believe that she was capable but once she was capable, she was able to, she, you know, she, she stepped into it. Yeah. I also think too that uh, sometimes we can look at failure as, well, you know, it, I'm not made for this or I'm the only one that's failed. Really, and someone said this before, failures celebrate them because it's a, it's just indicating, you know what, that didn't work so well. And all of the, <laughs> the amazing people we talk about, Thomas Edison and, you know, so many others, they didn't just launch their business idea or whatever, their, their ingenuity and all of a sudden that light bulb was created. I mean, a thousand times it might have even been more. It's not failure, is it? It's just the way that we continue to grow and it's a part of business life, isn't it? Yeah, Thomas Edison, I think, was was the one that said, I didn't have 10,000 failures. I had ten, I learned 10,000 ways that it wasn't going to work. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Those who succeed have failed the most, mm-hmm. period. Right? Mm. We need to, what I call, fail forward. Mm. Great. What I, you know, what did, what am I going to learn from this? Yes. This didn't work. Awesome. What was it that didn't work? So then I can just take that off the plate and, and move forward. Mm-hmm. If what is amazing to me that I see so often is our fear of failure is the one thing is, is what's making us fail. Mm. That if we put that fear of failure out, we would burn the boat and we would move forward. And we would just do what it would, what it takes. Right. But our fear of screwing up our fear of failure is what's making us sort of screw up and stay where we're at and not do the growth, not get out there. Mm. I really try to connect my clients with their mission. Our mission, our mission is so much bigger than our fear mm-hmm. that we need to realize that, that, that what we're trying to get out into the world is so much more important than our fear. We make it all about us. Yeah. And I really think of it as very egoic mm. that if people, they're going to start a business and they're never going to fail. Mm. Yeah. Like that right there, you've, you've got to know that you're going to fail. And kudos to you. Get back up. Yeah. What did you learn? Because many people don't. Yeah. It's a lot easier than done. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very simple. But one of the things that trips us up is when something's very simple doesn't mean that it's very easy. It's yeah. very simple. The more the people that have had the greatest success have probably had the greatest failures as well. Yeah, absolutely. Failures. And you know what? That's one of the things that I think is so through this podcast and others that run is to share the message of what didn't work and and to share those journeys. And that's why I'm including bloopers and all because you know what we do fail and who cares? You know, we just get up and continue to go. Like, do you think I'm going to press the wrong beginning again? The intro that I did, well, hopefully not, but maybe I will. I think for people to see someone like you that you're out there all the time like look you are doing podcasts and you're speaking all the time yes and you still push the wrong button on occasion yeah I remember I went to an an event a networking event and I stood up and I introduced myself and I used my Twitter handle and people laughed at me and thought you know and I I said oh that's my Twitter handle but you know what it actually built rapport because I think it it brings the humanity back in us and you know what I'm quite comfortable in laughing at myself or even if people laugh at me that's fine you know what I mean if it helps encourage them and I think that's important let's share some of the the stories because it can help fast track for other people as well because they don't need to travel down the same path that you went through as well something I want to talk about uh, Lisa which I think many women can tend to struggle with too men too but I think women we've just got this down pat you said something we don't recognize the skills and the strengths we often just oh well anyone can do that but often that can be such the unique element what I call your inner brilliance that and we're negating it by not recognizing and really leveraging that love your thoughts on this such a great insight and so so important because it does trip us up mm. and having this be the women you know podcast for women but I it hasn't been that long that we've been able to take care of ourselves mm. that if we weren't if we didn't fit in and if we were too big for our britches and cast away from our tribe we literally had no way to feed ourselves to care for ourselves it mm. really hasn't been that long that we've been able to vote have a bank account have a job have a license yeah so we needed to fit in we've needed to not bump up against other people's boundaries and we've needed to morph Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so when we can have compassion about that of why we kind of stay stay small um that's just it's it's a very big component Mm -hmm. of it yeah yeah to also talk a little bit around um because i think this can also happen too particularly for women in business we may have um great strengths great skills great offerings to offer the world but one of the areas we can continue to struggle with is around sales so many unhelpful beliefs around not wanting being pushy and and blah 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 but um, we can have the best product or service in the world but unless we are able to have a conversation with someone and you know influence them to say yes in in you know heart-centered way we can still struggle to grow that business let's talk about this because I think this is can be the difference between someone accelerating their business this year and 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 not getting comfortable around sales that's an excellent another excellent you've got some really good questions here (laughs) I've been through all this myself so I'm learning and developing as I go along so (laughs) done this before um for sales a couple of different things one being People have the right to say no. So when we can offer it just from a place of service, for me, I, and I got tripped up when I was very first mm-hmm. starting out in every single one of my businesses. But what I realized is 
what I offer is, is big. I'm not pushing it. I'm not saying you need to do this. I'm not mm -hmm. calling up all of my friends and saying, Hey, I've just got this new business. You know, you need to hire me. It's, Hey, can you share this with me? Do you know of anyone who would be interested in, could anybody use any uh, help in this area? So to be able to see it from a perspective of offering and people can say, no, it's like, hey, would you like a cookie? No, no, that's okay. Thank you. It may be simplifying it, but when we have a service and we have a passion, in order for it to get out there, again, our mission is going to be much bigger than our ego. Our mission is going to be much bigger than our fear so that mm -hmm. we can get it out there and do the offering. Yeah. Now, I also like to describe it in that think about someone if you are um, – even let's just say a business coach mm -hmm. and I'm sure you're not tentative and, I, and I'm telling you what I do and I'm trying to, to, I don't want to say convince you necessarily to work with me, but I'm very, um, I'm tiptoeing around. I'm, I don't have the confidence to say, this is what I do. This is this, these are the results that you're going to have. This mm -hmm. is what my pricing is. So when you show up timid and not really offering your product in a way that you are comfortable and confident about it, that comes across. Yes. But if someone were to show up and say, Hey, this is what I do. I've been doing it for 27 years. I'm an entrepreneur, entrepreneur for 27 years. I've been coaching before. This is what I bring to the table. And these are the results that you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Would you like to sit down and see, you know, see what it would look like? Mm -hmm. What I find is whenever I ask that if somebody who is offering their product or service or whatever it is with trepidation and they're not quite sure mm -hmm. or someone who's saying, Hey, this is awesome. Let me tell you about it. You're probably more than likely going to go with a person who has the confidence, yes. not that big ego. And that's mm -hmm. not what we're talking about, but we'd rather buy and put our money down with someone mm -hmm. confidence in themselves and in their product rather than someone who is, is sort of dipping their toe in the water and not confident that they're going to be able to produce. Yeah. So just so showing true. up authentically of, Hey, this is who I am. This is, you know, I love what I do. I've got great passion about it. Mm. Let me tell you a little bit about it is going to sell it so much faster. And I, and it's not all about sales. It's about sharing your mission. Absolutely. And I think that really just continues the conversation around the beliefs, you know, the beliefs that aren't true, because often we, when we do get a no, and it can be for many different reasons, people may not necessarily be ready or whatever it might be. We can, if we're not careful, take that personally and see that as a rejection. And that's, I know for myself, when someone said no, for me, it was like a personal rejection. And so, of course, we don't like feeling rejected so guess what if I never ask I'm not going to get a no but then I learned through my mentors if you don't ask you will still get a no so right. it's just you know it uh, certainly developed but again it, it's an encouragement for people if they're listening today and they're struggling check out the mindsets you said so brilliantly Lisa what's not working is is that being supported because we can negatively support the outcomes too by a belief that can be changed because it's not true and um you know we need to change that let's talk about unhooking from oh did you need to yeah no mm -hmm. i mean when we know and we take it so personally when someone says no to us and when someone gives us certain negative feedback it doesn't necessarily tell us about us it tells us about yeah. them mm -hmm. they're not the ideal client they're yes. not our demographic it would be like me trying to sell my wares to a group full of male engineers mm. they're all going to be like um no thank you i can't take it personally because it's not who it's not who i want to sell to it's not my demographic so it's telling me that i'm talking to the wrong person but one of the things that we neglect to do mm. which really 
is upsetting is for me to, to watch it is we then don't ask, do you know of anyone who could use some support in this area? Do you know of anyone? You know, could you refer? We are so afraid to ask for the sale that we step back and then our business fails because we haven't, again, burned the boat. Yeah. So. Yeah. So true. And as you were sharing that, I um, one of the things that often that that I have seen too is that we don't get comfortable with the conversations. We preempt all of this inner chatter, and that impacts what you said is so important. Is to have that inner confidence. We know our stuff. Get comfortable in having that conversation. And your ideal clients, the feedback that you get, if you're so clear on your mission, this goes right back to what you were saying is so important. Your why your mission your vision mm -hmm. when you're so clear on that you've got this inner confidence you're not going to be impacted or detracted by the things that other people say who are not your ideal clients if you're getting feedback from your ideal clients then that's a really good time to go back maybe to your business strategist or coach and say this is a conversation I'm having I think I need to tweak it slightly because it's not really connecting with my ideal client then of course you want to listen but all of the other stuff you know not so and that brings us beautifully into where you'd like to share some insights around unhooking what others think because it is imperative to our success if we run around worrying about what other people think as well as the internal chatter we can have conversations with ourselves all day and not get anywhere um, quickly so how can we start to do that because it's easier said than done isn't it oh it is so <laughs> much easier said than done it, and that is again one of the things that really it, it's, it's the mindset that trips us up mm. often when we get hooked by what other people say it's because it's a belief that we have about ourselves. Mm. It would be like someone telling me that I'm six foot two and I've got long blonde hair. I'm five feet tall with short brown hair, right? Like it, I, it, I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But if it's a belief that we have about ourselves, then it really hooks us in, and then we can't let go of it, and we go down like go down that rabbit hole of just you know beating ourselves up. Mm. So to unhook is to one thing to do really is to stop. When you're able to, so often you can't do it in the moment, mm. but remember who, who was it that you were talking to? What was the environment that you were at? Were you being vulnerable? Were you on a Facebook Live or a podcast? Mm. What was it that, that triggered that hooking? Um, and look at what your belief is about that, that, that tripped you up. If mm. somebody said this or I'm not worthy, I don't know what I'm talking about, where does that come from? Mm. What environments are you in in which trigger that that feeling? Because there are times that we can be very secure, and then there are times that we're putting ourselves out there and we're vulnerable and we're not quite sure, especially with new businesses. We're not particularly confident when we're first launching our businesses. And somebody might say, oh, that'll never sell. And then you just put it on the back shelf because somebody who isn't in alignment with the product or the, the program or whatever it is that you're selling we just put it on the back burner because mm. they, we've gotten hooked by what their belief is. So that is another reason why it's so important to have that vision of exactly what you're doing, why you're doing it, what do you want to experience, what is your why. Yeah. That allows you to say, okay, I can see that this really isn't in alignment with you, and, and I really appreciate you letting me know that mm. and being able to know. But looking at the triggers where you get hooked the most. Mm. 
and then taking some time and looking at your belief system about yourself around those those triggers does that make sense oh absolutely and i think this 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 in itself i mean the whole show that you've shared such brilliant but if we're not able to have conversations with people because we're constantly being triggered by what they're saying what they're sharing i mean we may need to get out of that community we may be surrounded with people who really are doing themselves no justice and certainly impacting us negatively so that may very well be an environment we need to rid ourselves get you know say goodbye to but if we are in in general conversations being triggered by certain things we need to be able to look at that and for me when that happens not so often now thank goodness because i have many many years of being triggered and learning and developing but when I do I kind of step back and I go hmm this is interesting so what's going on here is this a lesson that I can learn is it perhaps nothing to do with me at all and I can just from you know observe a position see what's going on for them can I maybe contribute to this that maybe there can be a shift but once you start to slow that down because our mind can work a million miles an hour being able to look at that way, we can look at things more logically and um, it can really then help us to grow from that. Mm -hmm. Have you found that to be true? I'm sure you have. I have absolutely found that to be true. Mm. Very, very well yeah. put together. Yeah. And as we said, everything that we've spoken about today with growing a successful business, whilst we can have the practical, whilst we can have the systems, the model that we want to follow, a clear action step and plan, unless we get the mindset, the beliefs right um, and in alignment, then we can continue to, to struggle. So maybe it's a reflection for people to take a step back as you're looking at your goals for 2018 and beyond, because I know people will find this, this uh, recording in the future mm -hmm. too. Maybe go back and check in, go through again what Lisa was talking around, um, looking at your beliefs and seeing, are they supporting me? What ones can I change? What can I just release? Maybe it's a story you've been telling yourself from childhood. That right no longer relevant like it, yeah. it's just a total habit it's i remember reading one time i think it was tony robbins and mm -hmm. he said what often we get these habits these beliefs about ourselves when we're younger mm -hmm. and it's something that we sort of needed in order to protect ourselves whether yes. it was with our family whether it was with our community or at school and then we keep we no longer need those habits to protect ourselves mm -hmm. but it's but we bring them along with us it's kind of like a cast when yeah. you break your leg mm -hmm. you it would be like during that cast through the next 20, 30 years, we need to let go of it if it's no longer serving us. Yes. And that's one of the things that we really need to look at. Is this serving me? Is mm. this moving me into the position that I want to be? Is it allowing me to be the woman that I want to be? And another question, what do I need to let go of to be that woman that I want to be, that I need to be in order to create this business, in order to create this life that I really want? Mm. And to, to ruthlessly look at that and say you know this is something that i've been attached to but it is simply not certain not only is it not serving me it's not serving my family it's not serving my community and it's mm -hmm. just become a continual habit and it's 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 time to let it go yes. so to help out and, and set in some structures in place mm -hmm. that will you know when you notice you might get heart palpitations you know you might grind your teeth you might you know get whatever it might be mm -hmm. that when you know things coming on that you've got a structure in place whether it's a mantra a picture you're envisioning your goals and whatnot that can pull you back in mm -hmm. and allow you to 
unhook and allow you to just move forward in a very grounded, authentic way. Yeah, brilliant. It's been um, it's such an honor to speak with you today. And uh, I know we've only just scratched the surface, haven't we, Lisa? But of course, I'll tag um, you, Lisa, and I'll tag Lisa in this video. Uh, for those of you who are listening to the audio version of the podcast, you're missing out. You need to get over to Facebook. Um, we'll put the links. I'll, let me give you the link um, to the show notes, and then I'll get Lisa to share how you can get in contact with her, and we'll pop those on the show notes as well. Ambitious Entrepreneur Network network.com forward slash WIL73, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash WIL73. We'll put all of Lisa's links there. But Lisa, share with us, what's the best way for us to get in contact with you? Oh, you are thoughtful. Thank you. Uh, you can either go to my website, which is just lisadanforth.com, mm -hmm. or email me, which is lisa at lisadanforth.com. Fabulous. Nice, nice and easy, totally straight, uh, straight yes. and clean. Yeah, um, no, that's great. I offer a... a Free gift, a uh, 10 tips for time management mastery. If anyone mm -hmm. is interested on that, they can go and sign up for that if they'd like. There's some really nice mindset pieces that come into it because I really like to approach that time management piece mm. in order to be able to move forward in a productive way. It's the mindset that really trips us up. So I give some tips and tools and then I also give some mindset pieces as well. Yeah, fabulous. And I think mindset is so important. And as we continue to grow our business, no matter what level, as we're up leveling our business, or even if for those of you who are listening in careers, maybe your idea to this year is to really position yourself for, for one of those leadership positions, we also need to up level our mindset beliefs around ourselves and check in. So certainly encourage you to reach out to, with Lisa and uh, also get those tips. And we'll put all of the links there on the show notes. And before I go, for those of you who really want to take your message out to the world, to make an impact one message at a time and you're not sure maybe podcasting is something that you enjoy doing don't necessarily if you're a little bit hesitant going live just yet I've been doing this for, for 10 years now my goodness 10 years in 2018 I've created a free mini training for you it's got my pre and post uh, worksheets or workflow and checklist, uh, low cost and no cost tools to get you started, annemariecross.com forward slash mini training, annemariecross.com forward slash mini training. Again, Lisa, it's been an absolute uh, treasure to, to speak with you today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Had a wonderful time. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.